Hy-Vee is excited to sponsor the SDR Triple Option podcast and a proud supporter of the Spencer High School Tiger football team. Shop Hy-Vee on Grand Avenue in Spencer. You're tuned to season two of the SDR Triple Option podcast from the Spencer Daily Reporter. Let our local voices get you ready for the weekend of football ahead. Episode 15 welcomes the IHOP gang and Kyle Maroney into the studio to talk about the 2019 Tiger season. Please sit back and enjoy the SDR Triple Option podcast. Hey everybody, the SDR Triple Option Podcast coming at you live here from above East Milwaukee in the luxurious studios of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Randy Cothran, TJ Murphy. TJ. Yeah, man. This is it for 2019. Uh, and we're going out like a lion, that's for sure, with the uh, weather forecast. Absolutely. That was uh, five, six inches of extremely wet, heavy, back-breaking snow. That sucked. Yeah, not, not a lot of fun. Yeah, and it, it looks terrible. like It looks like we're in for a little more this weekend. They've got a projected Thanksgiving through Sunday. So Well, it's a good good news is there's plenty of football to watch. So yeah. just uh, Beginning on Thanksgiving Day, there's plenty of right. so, so you can catch the podcast and turn on the football game. Stay home and uh, snow. Snuggle up and have a bunch of uh, beverages of your choice and some food of your choice, and don't have to leave the house. Screw it. Don't even take a shower. Don't shave. Don't do nothing. You're you're fine. Just don't don't do nothing. And if you're like some of us, you get a four day holiday. That's really <clears throat> that's a lot of scruff that's going to grow over four days, and uh, especially if you're unbathed. Well, Lisa Brown is listening to this. Like, no, 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 no. Don't don't let your hair go. Come go go in to see Lisa. Go do that. Other than that, you don't have to shower. You don't have to do nothing. Just uh, my, go to Papa Murphy's and Hy-Vee, get your food, get your uh, beverages, go see Lisa, get your hair cut. You want to look good, just in case you have some ladies coming over, right? I, I suppose that's not an issue for me. I've got or a me. wife, but uh, uh, yeah, you here. do as well. So if you got ladies coming over, you're going to have some problems, TJ. No, we have a, well, no, I'm talking to the listeners, not talking oh, okay. to you. I'm talking, right. I'm talking to the listeners. Uh, but we, we still got to keep impressing, though, Randy. You, you, can't, you can't let her go, and then that's why a trip to the average Joe is where, where it's at. Well, absolutely. But I think Lisa's probably going to take a little bit of a vacation here over the holidays. You're going to have to hit her up next week. Yep, yep. So Next Wednesday, $2 off, though. There you go. But, uh, hey, uh, TJ, like you said, lots of football coming up this week. And uh, quite frankly, I, we had our Thanksgiving as a family last uh, Saturday, mm. so I really won't have any distractions from football oh, on go. Thursday. I'll be able to sit down and just kind of watch it and uh, uh, keep the – and then, of course, you got the Hawkeye game on Friday. What, what was the favorite – what was your favorite thing you ate last week then? Oh, man. Uh I mean, and you could say all of it, but I want to go specific here. You know, I, 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 I love Thanksgiving because it's such a great variety of food, and it's a lot of foods that you don't normally eat. You know, I like stuffing. Uh, I'm a little different than uh, Brad, or was it Van Pelt? Yeah. Not a big fan <laughs> no. of stuffing or uh, pumpkin pie, yeah. apparently. <laughs> that was fun. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I enjoy both. But I think uh, probably... I'm kind of a cheesy broccoli fan. I don't eat that a lot. I mean, I love ham. I love turkey. I mm-hmm. mean, it kind of goes with the thing. But I think cheesy broccoli, unique dish. And then, uh, of course, my wife makes an awesome chocolate cream pie, which that's about once a year you get that. So I am a team scalped corn. Absolutely oh, yeah. love scalped, uh, scalped corn. Mashed oh, I've taters. never had that. That oh, sounds it's awesome. Good. Mashed taters and gravy, stuffing. Uh, question for you. On your pumpkin pie, um, do you go no whipped cream, some, or a ton? 
No, I'm 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 a, a ton guy. <laughs> me I'm, a too. Ton, I'm a ton of whipped <laughs> me cream too. on pretty much everything that I can put whipped cream on. And uh, then same with me on gravy on the uh, main dish. The whole plate gets covered in gravy, and I walk back to the table. It's just dripping off the t- plate, just oozing all over. You might want to get a second plate. No, sir. No, I do not wish to get a second plate. No, I why would I do that? All. I will get a second plate after I'm done with this one. I'll go back up and I'll refill that plate full of gravy. So do you do anything? You got uh, you going to family or yeah, anything? going to my brothers in Grettinger. Nice. Um, I'll get over there about the end of the first quarter of that really arousing Bears-Lions game. Hoorah! <laughs> then I will leave about the about halftime of the second game, which will be really good, Buffalo and Dallas. Rematch of uh, Super Bowls, what, 26 and 7? Yeah, yeah, so Jim like Kelly, that. oh, that was a great... Thurman Thomas, Troy Aikman, Emmitt yeah, Smith. And some good football back those then. Boys. Yeah. Back in the 80s. Nope, 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 nope. Early nineties. Well, early nineties. Yep. Wow. Even Justin, who doesn't know a football from a football, baseball, Joe, knew that one. He knows football, uh, but I think uh, I guess I'm still. You're right. I'm still hooked in the eighties. That's when the 90s well, that's ruled, when Buffalo so. started going to the Super Bowl. Was the uh, late eighties? Yeah, they I had believe. that four year run. Yeah. Four years in a row. Or maybe it's just yeah. ni- uh, 1990. Well, that regardless. was four years in a row, wasn't yep. it? I yep. think literally with the AFC yep. championship. 90s with the Giants. Uh, they started off losing to the Giants. Um, Redskins. Hootie Kai, wide right. Uh, who was that kicker that went wide right for Buffalo? Scott Norwood. Uh, the SDR Triple Option podcast has a new co-host, Justin <laughs> Thomas. Come it's on over. The information man sitting you, over there. Do you want to show me how to run this thing? We switch okay. spots, but, but thank you for the invite, Clear, clearing that up for yes. us. I, I'm still stuck in the '80s. I was, I was a 49ers fan, so the '80s were very good to me. Mm, oh yeah, I'm a so, Vikings fan. I don't think I've ever had anything good to me. But this year's team, well, I'm still holding out hope. Yeah, well, there's plenty of time left, and we'll talk about that a little later well, speak, in the show. Speaking of holding out hope, guys, are you listening to my picks? I mean, really, I'm just handing you winners. 55 percent clip this year, four and two on the season. Um, or you mean last week? No, yeah, thank you. Four week. and two last week, hitting fifty five percent on the season. This week's picks, I got seven of them for the last show of the season. I love these picks. I mean, I could, I could give these picks a hug. You know what? I'm going to give these picks a hug. I love them so much. He is actually. Hugging I just the hugged my picks and a little smooch. All right, these picks are great. Guaranteed winning week. Garen bleeping tee it. We will hang these up in the. Uh the uh, the, the studio yes. here, along with all the other great things. You know, we had a cool thing. All of the uh, Tigers who have joined us uh, for the podcast interviews here at the end of the season all signed a uh, a podcast sheet for us. Very cool. So we have the podcast poster with all of the signatures of all the Tigers that have come through. And, of course, we're going to add to that list uh, a little bit this uh, year. But before we do, we've got to get to a very important uh, thing. And of course, the Hy-Vee Tigers of the game. So, uh, TJ, who are we talking about this week? Well, this week we're, we're focusing, so we've talked about offensive MVPs and defensive MVPs, special teams MVPs. This year, this year, this week we are looking at guys to look forward to for next year. Um, ah. These are going to be a lot of familiar names as we talked about a lot of them this year. And this year we, or this year, Jesus, criminy. <laughs> <laughs> this Tigers for next year, but we're talking about them this week. Um, this week we're going with uh, returning for 2020, Ethan Heider, been the rock at, since uh, playing a lot last year, started, starting last year, starting for Randy's uh, team back Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day, he was Randy's boy. Sixth grader, Big E, you bet. Um, been a rock at that uh, tackle spot and then defensive end. Look for a big season out of him next year. John Nissen, just a stud linebacker. This year start off as B, start off playing a little B back when Isaiah Spencer got hurt, but really a stud middle linebacker for the team. Kenny Rash, um, punt returner, another one of Randy's guys, fifth and sixth grader. Um, he'll be a big part of that uh, backfield next year, being the A or the C back. It may look for him to be a cornerback, too, would be my guess. And then uh, KP, Carter Petzenhauser. 
Um, you guys watch the games, you know uh, to, you know what he can do, and you know uh, the potential he has. So those are our uh, guys that we're going to focus on this week. And you talk about a guy who was <clears throat> dominant in youth. He only, I think he played his sixth grade year. He may have played fifth. I don't remember. Um, I wasn't coaching at that time. But that kid was so good. He was like awesome, automatic offense. You just gave him the ball and watched him dominate. It was a lot of fun to have him out there. Playing. I'm excited to see him watch him play basketball, too. That, that should be a lot of fun. And uh, boys and girls basketball teams uh, looking to have a good season this year. Yeah, Randy, you, uh, you came in. You were very high on the girls the other day. Yeah, they came in a great showing against the Lamar's team. They had a lot of veterans back from the uh, state run last year, made it to uh, sub-state finals, or state finals, semifinals, sorry. And uh, they lost by two. They actually were ahead by 14 and uh, into the late part of the uh, third quarter and handled their own. So look for the girls to have a very solid season if they can keep that up. And then the guys, the guys they'll be height challenged, but they're certainly going to be athletic. Yeah, just like last year's team, too, for the boys. And then the girls, I remember last year, Allison Piercy, she was hurt a lot of the season. So, yeah, have her for a full season. That could really help that girls program. So good luck to the winter sports and the wrestlers, of course. We've had uh, we had Isaiah Spencer in here. Um, look for him to get back to the podium down at uh, down in Des Moines this year for sure. T.J. Arnold. T.J. Arnold, yeah. We'll see. Uh, uh, there's gonna be a lot of kids. It's some familiar from football, some not so much so. But uh, yeah, they'll have a good run. And as then well. somebody in this studio has a little bit of interest in the uh, smaller weights for the yeah, wrestling program. Yeah, I got a couple guys down there competing <laughs> uh, myself. But so who brings us the Tiger of the Week? Oh, the same as always. Hi V is proud to recognize Ethan Heider, Johnny Nissen, Kenny Rash, and Carter Petzenhauser as Tigers of the Game for the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Shop High V on Grand Avenue for all your Thanksgiving needs and your pregame tailgating needs. There you go. You know where to find them. Yep. Right on uh, Grand Avenue there, downtown Spencer. Hey, uh, TJ, you know, um, we've had some great interviews. I, I love, mm-hmm. you know, Coach, it's always great to wrap up with Coach Ty. I wish we could have got Hookfit in here. Yeah, I know. Very entertaining. Uh, just just for, <clears throat> did not time out, and he's involved with the girls' basketball team and just didn't work. But having uh, Gage and Griffin in here uh, was absolutely fantastic at how competitive they were. Then you get the Isaac, Pino, Isaac Pingle, the, the brainiac, and Isaiah Spencer, kind of the laid-back, <laughs> cool guy. I, I, it's hard to pick one. I enjoyed it. I actually listened to both of them ahead of this taping today uh, just to remember how good that was. So hopefully all the fans enjoy it. I, we may have saved the best for last. I'm yeah, not sure. I, I, and I don't want to knock the other two, but... You know, I, I did not know who the IHOP crew was or the IHOP gang or whatever that was. They brought up, they actually reached out to us about mid-season. Uh, reached out and said, hey, we want to be part of the podcast. And I'm not going, okay, first of all, who, who are these guys? I don't know who, they, who this is. And we don't even have an IHOP anywhere around here. Were you thinking so it was employees of an IHOP? I didn't know. I had no clue. And then and then it got explained to me. It made a little yep. more sense. Of course, it's the, the linemen, both sides of the ball, offense, defense. And most of those guys are back and forth players on both sides mm-hmm. of the ball. And then, of course, uh, for good measure, they brought in the, the defensive hawk, Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Maroney, yes, sir, uh, to uh, talk as well. So we've got an interview uh, joined by the the IHOP crew who will introduce themselves as well as uh, Kyle Maroney in there for good measure. And we will learn how many pancakes they can eat. And welcome back to the STR Triple Option Podcast. We are joined in studio now by the notorious IHOP gang. Uh, the IHOP crew is a crew or gang. You guys kind of look like a gang, but does it go better as crew or gang? Uh, gang. Gang works well. And, uh, of course, uh, Cal Maroney. So you do not uh, fit into the IHOP uh, crew. Is that the case? Uh, yeah, no, they won't let me in. So Okay. <laughs> you, need to, you need to put on some more weight. I guess. He, he blocked pretty well this year. Why can't he be in? I saw him out there blocking. It's all about the pancakes. 
Mm. I got one. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> so who here can eat the most pancakes? Absolutely. I'm looking over here. I'm certainly not looking over there, but that could be as. Well, you know, Kyle, how many pancakes could you eat in a setting? You think? Um, I I think I can get myself up to maybe eight. Jesus. <laughs> Tank, can you take? Can you get any? Any of you guys touch eight pancakes? Scoot on down here. You huddle around him like you like him. Talk talk a little bit. Don't be shy. We didn't bring you in here because you look good. <laughs> Hider, I'm looking at you, buddy. Okay. Jur, how many pancakes? Fifteen. Fifteen? Math? Uh, probably like six. I don't need that many. Really. Baby head. I can maybe touch double digits. Uh, All right, Javi. Lightweight, so I'd go with eight. Eight? Tank? Twenty. Twenty pancakes. God, I wish we had some Way pancakes Way to be a leader, here. baby. Way to be a leader. Are you going to have eggs and bacon with that, too? Um, maybe some sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Well, guys, first of all, congratulations on a great season. Uh, I'm sure it's, uh, you wish it was still going on. Um, like on the high note, on a day like today, you're probably glad it's not going on because you'd yeah. be out there messing in it. But, you know, it would have been nice to see it go along. But, you know, things happen, and that's the way it works out sometimes, despite having as strong a team as you guys did this year. Sometimes, You know, we were talking about it with Coach Ty a little earlier. <coughs> said even if you guys had won that Lamar's game, you still wouldn't have made the playoffs which I consider complete lunacy, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense to me, but, you know, with the system we got, that's what it is. So uh, talk a little bit about the year, uh, especially you, Brady, being a senior captain this year, uh, what it meant to work alongside these guys. Um, just working with them every day at practice was unbelievable. Uh, we worked hard with Coach, uh, Coach Thompson uh, going through uh, – plays and uh, working on the mental aspect as well, not just the physical, and uh, just getting prepared for Friday night. You guys are pretty shooken up by that answer, weren't you? Yeah. What was it like working with the old tank dog? Uh, he's a great leader, so mm. respect him a lot. Learn a lot from him? A lot, yeah. yeah. Well, that was just kind of it, because you guys, I mean, they're... I know some of you guys had a little bit of experience last year playing fill-in roles, but as far as, you know, we lost a lot of starting beef off that line last year. And so you guys got called on to step in and make a huge difference. And I would say you guys did a great job of filling that bill for coming in. And the beautiful part is, uh, with the exception of Tank moving on, I think most of you guys are coming back next year. I mean, obviously, Maroney's not, but he's not. No, Drew's, he's not a Drew, Drew's leaving us, too, I think. Drew? Are you got fifth year. I'll fit. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, we'll Is there a redshirt year in high school? We'll, a redshirt rule in high school? We'll keep you. We'll keep you around if you want, want to hang out. Kyle, did you take it personal this year when teams would try you going deep on nine rounds? It looked like you did. You'd get up and be like, come on, son, don't try eight. Well, I mean, a lot of times I'm just kind of standing out there getting kind of bored. So, and teams finally would, uh, it would give me a chance to give get some action. And so, it would, it would kind of piss me off when teams would try and look my way. And it was just... I, I noticed that. You yeah. Get, get I like to rub it in the guy's face. Well, well last, year you had to, last year you kind of had to expect it a little bit because you know, of what you had on the other side of the field. They weren't going to mm -hmm. test him. And, you know, they tried to test uh, Griff a few times. That didn't work out too well. But this year you're going, hey, man, I'm, the, I'm the, the senior leader out here in the defensive backfield. Why do you keep throwing the ball at me? But you made some big plays this year for him. Talk about the mindset when you line up against a guy and you know it's going to be a pass play. Uh, what is your mindset matching up? Um, 
I like to just like like we Hookman talks a lot about watching film and being able to like expect routes on certain plays. So like if I know it's like a third and long and I'm ready for them to throw it deep, then I'll be ready for that. Or if it might be like a third and five situation, then I'm ready to jump something out. And like just a lot about thinking like about situations and being ready for certain different and different types of passes. So when you're out there playing uh, defensive back, is your first read is hips or what are you watching when you're looking at a receiver? Uh. Well, we like to start. We'll start by watching the tackles just to get mm-hmm. uh, see yeah. what the play is. But then, uh, yeah, I'll like watch the hips and watch like the different. Like sometimes receivers will like give away tendencies. Like they might like lo- be looking certain ways before the play. Or they'll like line up certain ways. But then, uh, like when the game gets going, and like I'll just get a feel for what they're doing. Okay, right on. Um, looking at you guys, I don't know what to say next, Randy. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a news guy. I don't. I don't know so. what to say here. Well, from a, a line standpoint, what, what's harder to play, defensive or offensive side of the line? I'd say defense because uh, you got to punch read and you got to wait for the play to develop when you already know the play on offense and you can just hammer your guy and pancake him. I mean, it's really defense, I'd say. Is that the goal every time is to pancake him? Yes, absolutely. Yep. So if you don't do it, can you consider it a failure? Um, <laughs> Not as long as 35, 6, 12, or yeah. 3. You'll keep running for 8, 9, 10, 20 yards. Yeah. Then you're fine. Yeah, if you get 7 to 8 plus yards, it's, it's a success. Did, you, did, your, uh, did your backfield come up and give you guys a lot of love this year? Because there were two 400-yard games back-to-back, and they certainly didn't do that on their own. So it you know, took the receiving core and the line and everybody to, to make sure that happens. Do they, do they give you guys a lot of credit for the work you do? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of camaraderie together, and uh, they, we celebrate when they score, and uh, they celebrate when we get good blocks for them, and uh, we're just all together. Does it ever get confusing? Like a lot of plays, you guys leave someone to, as the pitch man or the option guy, right? Is it ever confusing as to which guy to leave when you're uh, on, on the offensive line? Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially for, when we go heavy. Yeah. For oh, the sure. And for the tight end. Uh, a lot of veer and double. That's kind of confusing sometimes, and just different, different plays. Some of my favorite plays when you guys would go heavy and then run back weak side because they would everyone would slant over. Then it would be a Christofferson and either you or uh, whoever the case may be. Some of, those are some of my favorite plays. Like Dennison, they put that. The storm like Oh yeah, you guys crush them when they would go tackle over. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny on the road down to Dennison. You guys would probably enjoy this. Uh, all the kids in the back, and I had yeah, Gabe and a bunch of his buddies in the back seat. Uh, I think it was, what, DeWitt and a couple. Anyway, there were about two or three of them back there, all the freshmen. And then all they could talk about was this monster from Denison that we were going <laughs> to see that day. We literally roll up, and I look out there, and there's the one tall kid, you know. But he looked like a bean bowl. I mean, he looked like a new bowl out there playing. And I'm looking at him going, is this the big monster that everybody's talking about? A good strong breeze is going to blow this kid over. And, uh, and and you guys handled him all night. I don't remember him doing anything. He had two big runs, and that's about it. Oh, no, we're talking no, no, about, I'm talking about their linemen. Oh, their big, six, tall oh. kid. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about their big monster lineman who was like looked like he was about... Oh, 67. Yeah, six, yeah he looked so. like he was about 6'8 or so, but... He looked like, like I said, a good wind would carry him off. So, yeah, yeah he wasn't too much to talk about. You guys run into that a lot of time where there's a myth behind one of the players, and you get there and you're going, okay, that, that, where did that come from? Because that guy is not what they said he was. Yeah, Trent did his job, especially on big old 66 at left tackle. He was thin and stuff, and Trent really did 
had a great game that game. You guys don't. You guys respect everybody. You don't fear anybody. None of you. I mean, you're out there to kick everybody's ass, right? Yes, sir. So hell yeah. But look, he called you sir. Tank, you ain't got to be that formal, bud. You ain't got to be that formal. Leave that to the underclass, and they can be formal. You, you seniors, just let her rip, man. Just, just let her rip. So, Brody, who was the toughest kid you played against this year? Um, I would definitely say the Schumacher kid from Sergeant Bluff. He was pretty good. And he was big and tall, and he was pretty quick. And especially, like, with right at quarterback, he gets the ball out fast, and he's throwing it hard, too, and it's always on time, so... It's just tough to play with them, and you got to be ready for a lot of stuff, too, in their offense. That had to be a really, especially with the weather conditions, too, that had to be a really tough game for you guys. Yeah, and it helps when he's 6'8", and that ball looks tiny in his hands, so Jeez. it's easy to throw even when it's cold. You too, can't coach so. 6'8", dude. No. You cannot. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to, so we're bringing up that game. I'm going to bring this up. Tank, I'm not sure what you're thinking, man. Uh, What's with the uh, the half shirt out there? We tucked his jersey into his pads. Because I just, okay, first of all, that's something I can never unsee. And uh, I really don't appreciate that because it continues to haunt my nightmares. It was mental. Yeah. That's what it was. It was mental. It was that, well, what was the, the point there? Just to show that uh, cold, cold pink so, belly's a real thing or what? What's The, the cold's a mindset. It's a man, you just got to show it. And, um, such a bluff. I mean, when we had the coin toss, they kind of like scared a little bit. Especially when we took it 10 minutes, 30 seconds down there, right down their throat, scored a tutty. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And right kind of looked a little bit cold, but uh, really good show. I mean, it didn't last. It did not last, <laughs> that's for sure. How cold were you guys during that game? All of you. How, how cold were you guys? I mean, tank. You're like, nah, not at all. How about the rest of you? Uh, I got warmer as the game yeah, went on. Yeah, the game went on. We got warmer. Oh, really? I didn't. Kyle, <laughs> how about you? Uh, I think during the game it wasn't really that bad, but like coming Bull, out, coming out of halftime, coming out of the I almost said one of those words cold. I told you not to say. I almost did there. <laughs> yeah, coming out of halftime it was pretty cold. I remember that coming out of the back out of the locker room. But when we were getting moving around, I didn't think it was really too bad. So I, I would definitely take the cold over what happened at Denison with all those little bugs. Oh, yeah, that, that was terrible. That. They were bad on the field. I got to watch the game clear up. They weren't as bad up there, but you guys were getting crushed by them. Yeah, once the lights turned on, they just they ate us. So we talked about this with Coach Ty. I personally feel you guys are easily one of the 16 best teams in 3A. I don't think there's any question. And then you you can't compare scores all that much, but you see what Sergeant Bluff Luton just did to Carlisle. And yeah. we play, if we played Sergeant Bluff Luton last Friday, we're not losing to them 48-15. I think personally we have a good shot to beat them. I don't know. What do you guys think about the playoff format? What would you guys like to see different? Do you like it as is? What do you, what do you guys think? I'll let, you, uh, let all you guys answer this. Personally, I think either – Two, two, go back to just two each district, or just four, go back to the 32 teams. I think 32 teams worked well. I mean, you can have any team can be on any day, and that just shows like it doesn't matter if you're ranked number one, or it doesn't matter if I mean Xavier just lost this past Friday. Crazy. That, that, that shows that crazy. You can you cannot play on any given day. Like mm-hmm. you have to show up and play. I think it's tough to do the the whole RPI thing because you can't like it's like Coach Dice says it's like a lot of like you can't really control it's a lot of what other teams do and how other teams play and then it's a lot of like sitting on a waiting and just hoping and guessing where you're gonna be at so I kind of like the whole two teams get in from every district better and then it's more of you have to go out and win you have to do it yourself but. I don't know. They kind of like the RPI things. So. How much? How much does it frost you guys to look at that RPI at the end of the season and see Denison and Storm Lake both sitting in front of you? And you go, "We dusted these fools. I don't even know what we we're talking about. How did they finish ahead of us in the rankings?" Um, that really pissed me off. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
Well, just the whole RPI thing in general. Like I said, you guys are easily one of the 16 best teams, and I could probably point to a lot of teams here in the 3A bracket that I think you guys would easily take care of. So something's got to be done. I'd like to see maybe top three out of each district. District champ gets a bye because they earn it, and then maybe two plays three, and then you know, and then the yeah, winners play the district champs. I like I like I like to see that, but uh, last season was awesome. You guys, you know, this season was just fun too. But last season was just awesome. You guys yeah. did a, did a really good job last year. Um, what are some of your guys' favorite memories uh, so far? If you two or you three, excuse me, from uh, being football over, then you three uh, coming up. What are your best memories so far? Definitely the Norwalk game. Just being a, being able to have a charter bus going down three hours and the ride actually was. Kind of long, but I mean, <laughs> kind of long. <laughs> Should have been in our car. It was, it was a, it's a great experience. They had a great, both teams had a great atmosphere, great stadium, just all, overall a great game, 24-20. Yeah. And you guys played one of the best linemen in the state in that game. Yeah. Yep. Matter of fact, got a chance to really test your mettle against oh, one yeah. of the best uh, talents in the state. I think uh, one of my favorite memories would have been like sophomore year homecoming when we beat uh, Healing here in that tough game. And, you know, I was like, that's like one of my first chances to finally get to play a lot as a sophomore. So it was like really cool to just be able to beat a team like that and be able to do it with all my buddies. So it was fun. Guys, anybody else? Great uh, memories? Stafferson? My favorite memory has probably been just practice with all these guys. I mean, no, no one likes practice, Drew. Come on. No one likes practice. Practice, practice is terrible. Yet. What's that? You haven't practiced with us yet. Touche. You got me there. <laughs> I think this is the most fun group of guys I've ever been around. I like that uh, answer. Like Brady said, Norwalk was definitely one of my favorites. And then our first win against Webster City, that was definitely a special one because it was my first uh, experience for a varsity win. You guys spotted them 14 nothing too and then took them to the woodshed. That was cool. Uh, my, I'd say my favorite game was last year at Norwalk. They don't play much, but it was a fun experience <laughs> being at a great stadium, great facility. Uh, yeah, I'd have to say that Norwalk game. This is my first experience with a playoff win and just that energy around that after that win. Just really enjoyable. That was cool how all the players were outside your guys' locker room and whatnot and all the fans. Yeah. That was that was pretty cool. I mean, the rule is you only get twenty four hours to celebrate it, but you know, that one probably that one probably took a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, you guys knew you played in a twenty four million dollar stadium. You did know that, right? In like 2011, it said in their program, like twenty eleven they upgraded, they did like twenty four million bucks in renovations. Yeah. yeah. Well guys oh I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it sure looked like a 24 million. <laughs> it was, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turf, turf kind of was old, but, I mean, the stadium was pretty awesome. What was it like for you two having to go against Endress that game? I think, E, you landed against him quite a bit, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, I didn't really do much against him. Well, no. Okay, kid's a rock. <laughs> yeah, he's a big guy, and it was just a good experience. Tank, you you didn't seem all that much, did you, or am I wrong? I, he was the tackle right next to me, and one of the first plays of the game, he just comes down on me, and... That's one of the one times I actually got, you know, <laughs> take, it the, take it to the ground. You were, you were the on, on the end of the pancake? Yeah. The opposite end of the pancake? Yeah, there's a reason he's a four-star going out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's for sure. There's a reason for that. You were the batter, not the griddle on that one, huh? <laughs> so. I, I think you guys did a great job that game. And Drew Thompson, too. I mean, you knew you weren't getting around that kid. He's None of us in this room or in this town are getting around that kid. But all you guys were saying, all right, you're going to block me, but you're not blocking anybody else. You guys did a good job of holding your ground against him, I thought. You're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. So did E, and so did Angel. Angel went against quite a bit, too. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with the uh, IHOP gang, as well as Kyle Maroney. Sorry, Kyle, we're just going to have to single you out there. But at least you get your name said. You're not part of the group. So we'll be right back with more SCR Triple Option Podcast in just a moment. 
Northwest Iowa bone, joint, and sports surgeons have been providing specialized care, including sports medicine as well as in-house physical therapy for 40 years. Visit them at nwiabone.com. Don't want to see them unless you need to, but if you need to, they're there. They're the ones. At Brown Shoe Fit, we look forward to helping you find the perfect pair for any purpose or occasion. That's Brown Shoe Fit in downtown Spencer. 20% off on Black Friday, though. There you go. Brown Shoe Fit, they got boots. Might need boots. Got about six inches of snow on the ground. Yeah, absolutely. We've already talked about her just a smidge today. Uh, guys, you want to get to looking your best here? Let Lisa take care of you and have you looking your best today after a visit to the Average Joe Hair Salon for Men. Call for an appointment, 712-580-3356. And Randy, I've told you this for 15 episodes now. Don't forget $2 off Wednesdays. I never forget. I know you don't. I don't forget. That's when I send my boys because I'm cheap. <laughs> Just like you go to Papa Murphy's on Tuesdays. I, I do. And Heck when I yeah. get that senior discount, I'm going to be in there too on a, <laughs> a Thursday. Set up your offensive line against that honeydew list on game day with a gift for her from Nelson Jewelry. The perfect gift in your budget, Nelson Jewelry in downtown Spencer. After last week, I nailed that. I just want to well, say Well, and it could be a gift for him. It could be a gift for him too. I got my well, wedding ring from there. You, they got all, a lot of stuff. all kinds of options, financing available. Great, great crew over there led by uh, Tom Nelson. Mr. Great Tom. Yes, sir. Graham Tire, and tires, better, better speak about their importance today. Graham Tire features tires that fit your needs and prides themselves on being your number one choice for any auto repair. Call Graham Tire at 712-262-3700. TJ, when the rubber meets the road, where do you go? Graham Tire. There you go. I like the little play on words. That was fun. We should work that into their uh, <laughs> well done, sponsorship Randy. next year. Absolutely. Little, rubber meets the road. Hey, we can finally talk about next year without me butchering it. <laughs> there you go. Insurance Associates of Spencer, your one stop for insurance from a locally owned independent insurance agency with more than 35 years in business here in Spencer. Call 712-262-1918. Well, Randy, we've talked about a lot of... Uh done a lot of looking back at the last season. It's a really fun season to follow. Um, we've talked about some big plays and big drives throughout the past season, and uh, this one we're going to focus on this week takes us to the very last game of the season down in a Catholic country. You remember oh, that? Yeah, our buddies over to Elon. Great food afterwards. Yeah, oh, yeah. We had a and, great uh, meal after that. And it then brought awesome. the mayor with us. I think he had a good time, I would say. Um, good, 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 good trip down to Bishop Heelan. Anytime you can beat those guys, regardless of the season they're having, is uh, quite an accomplishment. Facebook Live was fun. We had the fans in the stands uh, yes. fired up for that one, so that was a good one. What was funner, that one or Denison? I think Denison was funner they in regards to they that. They were pumped up. They were yeah. pumped up. It was. It was. We had a little less kids there at Heelan. It was really cold. Yeah, I know. So they didn't. Quite, we didn't quite travel as well as we would have liked. But Denison, there was an awesome crowd out there. You know, uh, Sergeant Bluff Luton and, and uh, Bishop Heelan. I think they've got some expendable cash flow. For games in late October, they should build a dome. There you go. They should really think a retractable about, one. You yeah, a retractable nice, one. You don't need yeah. it up, but uh, but when it gets cold, I mean, Sergeant Bluff Luton would have been nice and in, uh, indoors. Oh I, yeah, I would say that was awful. Yeah, the walk from the car would have been bad, but other than that, it would have been very very <laughs> I would, nice. I would have sacrificed it. Yep. But uh, we look back to that Bishop Healing game, and it was our last touchdown of the season for the 2019. Spencer Autoparts driver of the game this week looks back to the final game of the year. In the second quarter, KP hauled in a 17-yard touchdown from Gage. No, whoa, 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 whoa. It wasn't Gage Garnett. No, it was not Gage well, Garnett. Well, hold on a minute. If, Carter, if KP caught a touchdown pass, who threw it? It was the guy with the best QBR rating for the Tigers this season. Oh, Isaac. Oh, Isaac Pingle. Pingle threw that pass. That's right. Oh, okay. It was Pingle's lone pass of the season. Quick stats, you dumbasses. Of the season and broke a seven-all tie. 
Spencer Auto Parts is your best option for drive lines, hydraulic hoses, heavy-duty parts, and everyday parts and accessories for your vehicle. Custom machine shop service on site. Let us get your equipment ready to go. Visit Spencer Auto Parts at 416 South Grand Avenue or give them a call at 712-262-7484 and look for their ad on next Wednesday's Shopper Front Page. Now it's time for a little more with the IHOP gang and Kyle Maroney. Hey, we're back. More SDR Triple Option Podcast. Joined in here by the IHOP gang as well as Kyle Maroney today. We're going to let the IHOP gang introduce themselves. I guess we didn't really do that when we came in. It's just when you're part of a gang, you're part of a gang. But they all do have individual names. So we'll start here with the big man just to my left. And a little something about yourself, too. We're yeah. going to throw that audible in there. You guys like to audible on offense? Uh, I'm Javier Mendez. Uh, I was, this is my first year at right tackle. Oh, no, we all know that, Javi. Well, something about yourself. Come on, brother. Uh, What's your favorite food, man? Favorite food would be chicken, bacon, ranch, pizza. Nice. Bacon, had, we had some of that earlier today in Casey's. Yeah. Javi's yeah, yeah, a Hobby's a whiz in the classroom, too, so I <laughs> Are you a 4-0 student? Mm, not quite. Uh, not quite? I, don't know. Yeah, I, think, well, I think he and Warburton both are pretty, you guys both have pretty high GPAs, don't you? I don't know about you. I'm not knocking your GPAs if I didn't mention it, but I'm just saying I know that I think these two do. Yeah, E-Man, I hope your GPA wasn't around what mine was. I'm just going to throw that out there. It wasn't very high. but you know. so, All right. Go ahead. Uh, my name is Ethan Heider. I'm a junior, and uh, my favorite food is probably a Mornita's burrito. Oh, there you go. We're getting a oh, lot of that. Yeah, yeah. getting a lot of that. Do you guys all go there on Tuesdays? Every, every Tuesday. Yeah. Really? Uh, okay. No, I have burger night with Kyle. <laughs> so, yeah, we like to go to sports page on Tuesdays for burger night. So, oh, there you go. But I don't order a burger. Well, he, he goes, what? it's like $5 burgers, and he goes and he spends 20 bucks on the wings. And like, uh, <laughs> it's tradition. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Uh, Maverick Riverton, my favorite food's probably... Uh, Breakfast pizza from Casey's. Bacon or sausage? I like bacon a lot. There you go. There, there you go. go. Uh, I'm Drew Christopherson. I'm a senior, and uh, my favorite food is probably jalapeno chips. Jalapeno <laughs> chips. Are you a spicy food guy? I am a spicy food guy. I am not. The wing I'm, is something. I'm mild. I'm mild, man. I, I can't. Don't, I can't don't do buy it. it. We went after that Elon game. We stopped. What was that place? The Townhouse. Yeah, it's in it's in Sioux City, so we're not violating any of our local sponsors. But we had to find some food, man. None of us had eaten, so we stopped after that game, which apparently was a Elon hangout, which we did not know when we walked in. They're very nice to us, even though you guys whipped their butts. And uh, but man, they had good pizza there and good. And you ordered the wings; those things they were so they were hot they made my eyes water across the table. So not Poncheros. They what? have a pon. No, we wanted pizza. We I love me some Poncheros though. Well, that's a good burrito. That's, yeah, that's a good Tank one. favorite food. Oh, you got to introduce yourself too. I mean, I think you've talked a lot, but still, what the heck? Uh, British Lager, right guard, defense tackle, senior. Uh, favorite food: chicken lasagna, anything pot, any pasta. I like. Did you eat any? Uh, <laughs> I, I hope the mic picked that up. That was funny. Kyle? Um, Kyle Maroney. I'm a senior, and I would probably just say my favorite food is just a burger straight off the grill. So That's a good play, too. Yep. You can't beat a steak off the grill, like a nice no, medium-rare ribeye. No, you can't. That's a pretty solid play, too. So, well, anyway, we've talked a lot about uh, the season you guys had. Who are you guys most in? I'm not talking to the underclassmen because you can't say yourselves. But seniors, who are you most excited about seeing step into a bigger role next year? I think it's all the linemen behind me. I mean, Javi, Heider, uh, Mav, Sam Brandt, Ethan Stave, Drew Huff, 
um, Zach Leclerc, all those guys. I'm just excited for them to grow and see them dominate and pancake and make tackles <laughs> all that. So, Dominate uh, pancake. I like it. I'm pretty excited to watch Jack DeWitt step up at quarterback next year. And no matter what happens, I think yeah, he's smart. He followed Gage for two years, and he knows what he's doing. Uh, I think I'm excited to see, like, Christian hook Finn. You know, he takes a lot of crap from his dad at practices, but... <laughs> that can't be easy. You know, I think, he's, I think he's very smart, and I think he really understands what's going on. And I think I'm just excited to see Tyrell, Tyrell Green. You know, he's, very, he's explosive, he's a great athlete, and I think uh, once he gets the system down, he's going to be really good for us next year. His brother, the Missile, had the hit of the year against Storm Lake. Easily hit of the year. Soto, I can't believe he got up. He got destroyed on that play. Also hitting that guy across the middle against Denison, knocking two guys over. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He he was jamming one guy, then I think he knocked him over to someone else. And then their quarterback rolled out, and he's like, where in the hell am I going now? He had no freaking clue. Scraping across and taking down Wea. That was a heck of a hit, too. What's like tackling that kid, guys? That kid is kid, big kid. His 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 conditioning was terrible, though. He'd run three yeah. plays and set out for three. Like, kid, you're, what the hell are yeah, you doing? Yeah, I noticed that when we were watching it from the stands. I saw him bent over with his hands on his knees. I said, he's gassed already. How is that kid gassed already? We just started this thing. And we got these guys in here just giving more pancakes. That's I right. just remember. Or uh, garden guys. I just remember they ran that wheel route and threw it to him, and I'm coming up thinking I'm going to pop him, and I'm and he, he, he catches it, and I hit him, and we just sit there and stalemate. And I'm thinking <laughs> in my head, anybody else on that field, the, I'm driving the, the balls out, I'm driving back five yards, and we're just sitting there. Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do now. Uh-oh. <laughs> that, that's an uh-oh moment. Uh-oh. Yeah. He didn't blink. Who was the toughest kid you guys all went against this year? The high-hop crew. I mean, Kyle, you already answered. I mean, Webster City, I think just with their – like inch splits mm-hmm. and knowing that you're probably going to get triple teamed or double teamed, like that was probably hard on defense. Offensively, um, I don't How about last two know. years, dude? I mean, last three? Last two, three. Um, as a sophomore, I went against uh, Dakota Powell from Spirit Lake as a center, and him as a nose guard, he was, he was very good. He was tough. Um, was, were they running a 3 5 back then, too? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Drew? Uh, I think the hardest person, uh, I guess it's like every lineman that I went up against, I'm pretty small compared to all that. <laughs> I got like 50, 60 pounds on me. <laughs> you did a good job in the outside blocking, though. I, I, You were a really good job uh, on the outside uh, when you were split out. Math? I'd say this last game against Kobe Claiborne. Yeah. Pretty big guy. Yeah. And he's pretty football smart, too. He's a good and player. He's the only lineman I face that doesn't come upfield right away. He's just analyzing everything, so it's just kind of hard to. His hand control was really good, I thought. Really good. I'd say you for man? sure Tyler Andrews. And then uh, this year, Sergeant Bluff's pass protection. That was the hardest pass protection I've ever faced. What makes it so difficult? Uh, I think they all just know how to stay on a block, and then having a 6 8 quarterback helps. And knowing that they can get the ball out early, yeah. I mean. The kid's got a quick release, too. I mean, I, I watched a uh, kid from Lamar, hell's his name. Well, whatever. His, thank you. His release was, like, really slow, and then uh, right is just, you know. I remember when they hit, like, a five-yard, five or ten-yard out, and I'm like, oh, gosh, that, that thing came out fast. Mm-hmm. I barely got in my pass rush, and he already threw it, and I'm like. I mean, maybe you play them. Maybe the best thing is just, you know, get hands up. I don't know, but that's you're banking on that. That's pretty tough, too. Yeah. So. Um, I'd say defensively, the hardest game I would say was Sergeant Bluff rushing up, trying to get the quarterback, 
And then offensively, I'd say Lamar's. It's kind of tough. They have a pretty good uh, O and D line, Lamar's. Mm. Uh, it was all right. I mean, yeah. it, it was better. Uh, I would say, like, when, as a sophomore, I think it was better. They had more size, too. Except that that tackle this year, he was quick. pretty. He was pretty yeah. big. I was surprised none of you guys said fair. From uh, Sergeant Bluff, Wade Fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I when Wait, I played center sophomore, he didn't play. What's that? At, when I played center sophomore, I didn't play against him. I played against another kid, but that was pretty hard as well. And he played like linebacker this year too. He played yeah. like stand up nose linebacker. So. And played DM this year as well. So. So who who was your favorite coach that you guys have had? that you've worked with that contributed something. You all right, bud? And I don't mean that in the sense of your favorite favorite. I mean, just who was the the coach who probably had the greatest impact on you and maybe a little bit why? Um, personally, I have two. Coach Thompson, I mean, he worked on the physical aspect and always helped me out, uh, had a pep talks for me and always, uh, always was there for me. Uh, so Coach Thompson and then I would say Coach Mack. With with uh, my mental aspect, and uh, always wanted me to uh, stay true to, true to my faith, and uh, knowing that God has a plan for me, and always uh, always congratulating me on every, anything I do, and uh, just always there for me. Yeah. Well, you better tell your dad not to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Mention your own dad, man. Come on. I, don't know, <laughs> I would probably say Coach McGaffin too. You know, just always like. Thinking of, I always like through the blows of the season right away, and then uh, tough losses towards the end too. But just always being there and being like good motivation, and always like helping, like not just football, but helping outside of football too. Giving great life lessons too. It was just big. Okay, Drew, how about you? Um, I think the coach that had the biggest impact on me was probably Coach Hookfin. I mean, he always pushed me to do better than what I thought I could do, and he always believed in me and uh, made me a better athlete as a whole. And he's not over to let you guys know when you do something wrong, is he? No. <laughs> From about halfway across the field. Uh, so. Yeah, you can hear him yelling anywhere. <laughs> Maverick? Uh, I'd have to say Coach McGaffin had the biggest impact on me, uh, especially being a scout team player last year. Any spare moment I had, I'd be able to go over with him and work on footwork and stuff like oh. that. Yeah. Uh, like these guys said, Coach Mack, he just loves to work with us and makes it personal. And then uh, Coach Toms, he's really helped me the past two years to <coughs> fill in the spot last year for Richard and then this year to just keep growing and help others. Yeah, I'd say Coach McGaffin. Uh, like last year when I played on the JV team, he always find time to work on footwork and technique and make me a better football player. He's volunteering too, so he's putting his he, – he, he's not even getting paid. He's just – he's always helping us out. and We, we all appreciate him. You so, know – I'm sorry. I just I just want to say personally, I'm hurt. You, know, you guys, two of you guys, I coached in youth league, and neither one of them mentioned me. So I am feeling personally hurt by that. All right, I Justin. Your nickname, man. Yeah, Big that's... E. Where did that come from? All right, so... Justin. Edit, edit what they said. Can you can you slip Cothran? In yeah, there? just just I'll just say my name, and you can just put that. And then in you know, Maverick. When I coached him, he was so worried about hurting everybody. When he played for me, because he was a big kid, you know, in elementary. So it was always like, dude, it's okay. You can do that in football. They got pads on. They, You know, you can knock them down. And, but, uh, yeah, they were great kids to have. So I wish I'd had a chance to coach the rest of you guys. We had a lot of sixth graders growing up, so you guys went up on different teams. But. So seniors, what's the plan next year? Or what's the plan the rest of this year and next year sports and, you know, then next year college and all that good jazz? Um, I'm doing track in the spring. Um, already starting to work on uh, – 100-yard dash? 
Maybe 50. Okay. Right. Did I see some on Facebook? Did I see some on Facebook potentially basketball? Um, I don't know. I'm still thinking about it, but I, I, I think I'm just going to work on my footwork for uh, throwing disc and try to make state this year. That'll be a fun experience. And then, You know the rebounds you could collect? Um, do I don't know. I have no hops. I'm I'm, be, I'm be honest. I really don't. No I, I'll box you out. But I, mean. I got I got two words for you, brother. Wrestling. That's one word, actually. That's well, not if you say it like I said. That's, that's one not word. If you, <laughs> not if you say it like I said. It's no, it's wrestling. still one word. Um, so then, disc and are you are disc and shot? Uh, yeah, but I'll probably just throw disc this oh, year. Oh, okay. And um, then uh, next year? We're not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. Um, Pingle, gave the, Pingle gave the same answer, just saying. I'm undecided. I mean, it would be, be so cool to play with uh, me and Pingle together. We're thinking about SMSU together. Um, but, like, if anything works out, I mean, uh, maybe Minot State right now, play for my brother Rob, um, Augustana, um, and a couple others. So, Very good. Kyle, you go ahead. Um, I'm going to play basketball in the winter, and then I'll do track and field in the spring. I'll play baseball in the summer. Take a break, dude. Four-sport athlete, <laughs> man. Four-sport. You're going to play You're gonna play your senior year? You're going to go ahead and play baseball? Yeah, I will. And um, then I'm trying to look to somewhere to play baseball, but I'm not really sure yet either. So, okay. What's your position? Uh, I play outfield, and I played some first base, too. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Andrew? I got track and baseball left. Okay, you know, do you take the take the winter off to recuperate? Yeah, get in shape, maybe. Tea burritos bit. on Tuesdays? Yeah, no, wings. Wings. Oh, wings, wings. <laughs> wings and burgers, man. Wings and burgers. Come on now. I've heard that so much, it just kind of got engulfed uh, into my head, so to speak. So, all right, Tank, there's a big game this Saturday. Gophers and Nittany Lions. What are you thinking? Are you any? any all right. Um, Floor is yours, partner. Uh, there's a reason why they. Choose it to be at 11 instead of a night game. Well, why is that? I think it's because the Gophers play better, you know, in the morning. Okay. I mean, they had a – they they won their first couple of games, but, I mean, it was against not great teams, and they struggled at some at some points, but they're starting to turn it around now. But hey, at the end I, of the day, just get the W. Yeah. I think um, final score, I'd say – They have a pretty mean D-line, dude. Penn State's got a mean D-line. I mean, you guys have a nice running game and receivers, but their D-line is ferocious. Um, well, I think the Minnesota's, uh, the Gophers' right tackle, Dana Fiel, I don't think anyone's going to mess with it. Uh, 6'9", 400. I don't think Jesus. They're... Really? Yep. He's okay. from Australia. And then their right, their, <laughs> their right guard's like 6'6", 330. They go, they go 300 across the board and then pretty tall, too, as well. But All right, final score. Um... 17 to 14 Gophers. Roll the boat, huh? Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> so who do, you, who do you guys all root for real quick? Out of state. Why? At least you didn't say Nebraska. Who was it? Oh, it was Pingle that said Nebraska. Like, are you kidding me? Then I had a couple of jokes for him about Nebraska. Scott Frost. <laughs> I told him, <laughs> I, I told him, uh, knock, knock, and he said, who's there? And I said, Owen, Owen who? And Nebraska's Owen their last four. <laughs> and then uh, yeah. knock knock who's there foreign foreign who Nebraska's four and five <laughs> pretty good joke right Javi uh, I don't really have a favorite team I just I like to watch it on my free time college or pro nothing uh no alright uh, I just kind of like any Iowa team Iowa or Iowa State just like rooting for them in any game they face uh, my favorite team is my fantasy team <laughs> <laughs> who's on it nobody good <laughs> 
nobody good. We're in rebuild mode. <laughs> Very nice. I, I feel you on that one. Yeah, I would say uh, my favorite team is the Hawks in college, and then, yeah, I don't have enough time to have a favorite team in the NFL. I'm too busy uh, just getting mad about my fantasy team all day. So. <laughs> I'm, better than, I'm better than Drew's team, though, so I'll take I, that. I was at the Chiefs game. There was like 60-40 Chiefs-Vikings. There's a oh, lot of there's a lot of Vikings fans there, but the team just – you can't give up a 92-yard touchdown run, and then the offense in the fourth quarter was just a joke. It's high management at the end. Mm-hmm. Like you can't uh, – yeah, it was just terrible. I mean, losing feeling, that's not really ideal, but... Yeah. It's another segment for another day, my friend. Oh, me and Tank will talk Vikings all day. Yep. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us. Glad to have you guys in here. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. And uh, braving the weather is awesome, and we appreciate you guys' listenership um, throughout the season. I know we got a lot of feedback. To you seniors, congratulations on a great Tiger Pleasure career. watching you guys. Absolute pleasure. To you underclassmen... The mantle has been passed. It is your job next year to step up and be those leaders and fill those slots on that offensive line and uh, make things happen. Protect that backfield. Absolutely. Cannot wait to watch you guys. We'll be back with more STR Triple Option Podcast in just a moment. All right, Randy, here's your countdown. $10 Tuesday. One. Thursday, Senior Day, where you can receive 25% off any pizza. Two. Customer Appreciation Week this week. Is it? That's three, baby. That's three. These are just a couple of the reasons to stop into Papa Murphy's. That's Papa Murphy's, 1019 South Grand and Spencer, or call ahead like Randy does, 712-580-2112. If you're lazy like me, it's a great thing to do. Dang right. Just walk right, all those people standing in line, you're going, hey, baby, I got in a line. Oh, what are you guys I'm doing here? Oh, I'm going to get my pizza that I called in for. That's right. Do you not listen to the SDR Triple Option Podcast? Huh, shame on you. Suckers. Yep. Insurance can be tough to tackle, just like the all-senior backfield for the Tigers this season. Yep. So uh, don't get stuck with a fourth and long. Score a touchdown by calling Community Insurance today at 712-262-6444. Whole bunch of fours. Teachers, military, and first responders ask Holly Brink with EXP Realty about Hero Program rebates when looking to buy or sell a house. That's Holly Brink at 712-363-2399 or thinkhouses, thinkholly.com. Looking for a great new job or employee? Let the certified staffing professionals and Employment Connections serve you. Call 712-262-9077 or stop by their office located at 905 South Grand Avenue. Need that new school car or work car this fall or pickup truck with the six inches of snow on the ground, preferably with four-wheel drive? We have you covered at Clay County Motors in Spencer. Find our full inventory at okaboji-gm-toyota.com. Used one of those today. Oh yeah, right I through the end of my driveway. Go get your vehicle at Clay County Motors. Go get your tires at Graham Tire. Then drive down and get a pizza. And then come knock the uh, snow out of the end of my driveway so I can get to work. Yes. Um, should we just let everyone know where you live so you can do that? No, or? let's not do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> so I, I appreciate the sentiment. I don't want everybody oh, sure. trying to plow through the end of my driveway. No problem. So, hey, you know, uh, big game coming up this week. Absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, this week's Midwest Youth Football League Regional Game of the Week is, guess who? Um, Iowa at the uh, overall wearing guys. That's right, the Cornhuskers. We're going to head over to Nebraska for the big showdown. Actually, it's a pretty big game because they're looking to get in the postseason. Mm-hmm. We got a chance to screw that up for them. <laughs> 
<laughs> How cool would that be? And keep the Heroes Trophy. You do not want to go lose in rivalry games, especially to those guys. No, no. And they're feeling they're feeling their oaths right now, man. Martinez has been playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. They, they're looking okay. Uh, I think our defense will do a great job of yeah. shutting them down, the Hawkeyes' uh, defense, of course. And I really believe that their defense is no match for the offense. No, no, I don't think so either. I think Iowa's offense can have a field day. And you look at previous games in this series, Iowa has ran all over Nebraska. Iowa's running backs have had a field day against them, and I don't think that'll change this year. I look for the running game to be huge and then play action off that. Nate Stanley is showing lately. He can just put the ball wherever he wants, and Iowa's skill position guys have uh, been stepping up and playing really well. So Nebraska's defense will have their hands full, and then they're off. Um, Iowa's defense, Adrian Martinez is good. I mean, he did put up, tw- I think, 28 second-half points, or maybe it was 21. I don't remember which in the second half. They scored 28 in the game. I don't remember in what uh, half they all came in and whatnot. But Adrian Martinez, he, he's a damn good player. So oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, be, they'll have their hands full. He's been good, but, I mean, he is pr- their primary weapon. Yeah. It's not like the Hawkeyes are not going to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he'll be running from Epinesa the whole game. <laughs> Anytime he drops back to pass, he's going to be sweating that big guy hitting him. Well, and you look at Iowa's defense. I, I don't believe they've allowed more than – okay, 24 points. That was the most they've allowed this season. That was to Wisconsin, and that was to Jonathan Taylor, who is a better football player out of Adrian Martinez. Two different positions, Adrian Martinez or Jonathan Taylor. Who makes you sweat more is Jonathan Taylor in a landslide. Oh, without a doubt. In, in, so I, in a landslide. So do you know what the spread is on this? Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, it opened at four and a half. It might be up to around six. Really? For That's the it? For the Hawkeyes. That's it. I'm course. surprised. Yeah, just got to lay a tutty. Yeah, so I think if they yeah they can win by a touchdown. I I, I would think so too. I don't know if that's um, one of your picks this week, but if it is, I think we could add that as a bonus. Uh, yeah, pick this week. Hey, how about a, a Randy Cawthorn's top one? There, there you go. go for it. That's uh, what. The, you want me to introduce it for you? Top one, great. Iowa at Nebraska. Thank you very much, TJ. If you're a, a smart betting fan, you'll take uh, Iowa and uh, give the points here, and uh, you're going to walk away happy, Hawkeye fan. Not only because you win and you win your bet, but also because you will. You, Keeping the Nebraska Cornhuskers out of the postseason, which is where they belong. And Nebraska, they want to they want to get to that bowl game. So that's 15 extra practices between this time the season time the season stops to when you uh, go play your bowl game. So that'd be really big for that program. Um, get those extra practices, and Iowa doesn't want that to happen. And if Iowa goes to nine and three. It's just gonna every win you have, it keeps getting warmer and warmer. That bowl site. Yeah, yeah. You won't be playing up in Detroit. You no, know, in the you know. Where even if Nebraska wins, bowl or they'll whatever be it is. playing a bowl game in beautiful Helena, Montana. Yeah. So good for them. The SDR Triple Option Podcast Regional Game of the Week is brought to you by the Midwest Youth Football League. Third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade players developing a love for the game and life. 16 communities, two states, one motto. The Midwest Youth Football League, where winning is an attitude, not a score. Check them out at myfootball.org. Well, speaking of the MYFL, I think a huge congrats is uh, we got to give a shout out to Brady Tank, second team all stake. Yeah, second team all state. Speaking of the MYFL, um, his father Bob is uh, very big in that, of course, as you are, Randy. Um, so shout out to the Tank, second team all state. And uh, so this made no sense. Brady Tank. Deservedly so, got the defensive lineman of the year in the conference. Very, yeah. very deservedly so. Awesome defensive lineman all season. Kobe Claiborne of Bishop Heelan got the offensive lineman of the year. 
Okay, that makes no sense. Kobe Claiborne mostly played defense. He didn't even really play offense. Yeah. Okay, so that just makes no sense. I would have rather seen Tank, who was a really good right guard for the Tigers, obviously get the offensive line of the year where he's second team all state, and then Claiborne get uh, defensive lineman of the year in the conference. Yeah, they so flip flopped him in the district too, though. If you so look that's, at that's the what districts. I meant. Yeah, they, yeah that's the what district. I meant. So I, I don't understand. It, but yeah, yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. But they are the two best linemen in the district, so it, maybe it, it's potato potato, I guess, in that regard. But right. congrats to the Tank and all the guys got uh, all district. Yeah, well, and uh, I also want to mention Isaiah Spencer, who was a first-team All-District pick, made third-team All-State. Oh, nice. I did not so, know that. Yes, at uh, Very nice. running back position. So congratulations, Isaiah. I think if we'd have had him those first two weeks of the season, he probably would have been either second or first-team. Because you consider what he did injured through, what, you well, know, uh, seven, seven, six and, and a half, half games, games whatever, yeah, it was. whatever it was. Yeah. So you think about what he pulled off there. What, what could he have done if he'd have stayed healthy, especially that spirit leg game? He was already up out of 100 yards mm-hmm. in the first half, essentially. Yep. So you wonder where that could have gone. But, you know, it's neither here nor there now, and really they've moved on past it. But we want to recognize him. I also want to mention, and I we didn't because I've kind of touched on this a little bit, the all-district players, we, we've mentioned some of them. I want to make sure we recognize all of the Spencer uh, folks who got uh, district recognition. So uh, the first team all-district from Spencer was Isaac Pingle, Isaiah Spencer, Gage Garnett's, Carter Petzenhauser, Brady Schlager, and then Griffin Garnett's. So they made first team. And then honorable mention, E. Heider, Big, Big E. Big E. Uh, Javier Mendez. John Nissen and then Kyle Maroney. So nice. nice job. First and second team or first and honorable mention. And then we also got to Ian Youngdahl as all district kicker. And as you mentioned, the uh, defensive line MVP was uh, Brady Schlager. So congratulations to all of the Tigers uh, for some uh, major. Uh, major honors in the postseason, and I guess it's credit to the year they had. Yes, very cool. And, Randy, you said earlier, if Isaiah Spencer doesn't get hurt those first two games, how many yards does he have? We're looking at a totally, totally different record than 5-4, and four too. We're looking at at least 7-2. and two, Postseason um, run without a doubt. Postseason run without a doubt. So it's uh, injuries are a part of the game, though. You just have to uh, play, play through it. it. Yeah. it, it it's, it's unfortunate, and it sucks, but it is what it is. A lot of, every team's got to uh, deal with injuries. So, hey, uh, any games besides the Hawkeye-Nebraska game, which I know you're uh, very much looking forward to, uh, any other uh, college or pro games oh, on God. your uh, list this weekend? This is the big rivalry week in college football. you got Alabama-Auburn, yeah, huge. Alabama-Sands-Tua at Auburn, I believe. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, I think Auburn's ranked about 15. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. and of course, uh, Alabama's sitting just outside that top four right now at number five. So they need a win, not just a win, but an Badly. impressive win yes. uh, to try to get. And I think they got a good young quarterback in there. Just going to be see whether or not they can take on Auburn in a game that is, like you said, a rivalry tradition game that a lot of times you could throw that record out because mm-hmm. it's, it's just what it's such an emotional game. Well, you look at uh, even Spencer this season. Um, you see Spencer, the Spencer Lamar's game. I mean, those are two teams that do not like each other. Uh, Anytime you have a rivalry, you get the two teams together. Anything can happen. Now, I say that, and I speak of uh, two other big college games I'm looking at. Ohio State-Michigan, fantastic, in the big house. Uh, I I might be the minority here. I think Michigan gives them everything they want. I, I do, too. I don't know what the spread is on that. It uh, is nine and a half. Is it? Is yeah. It nine? No, nine. Excuse me. Nine. But I, I think Ohio State at home can cover that. 
Or, or, I mean, do you do you think they can? Or not? Uh, at home, yes. The games but they at, could the games. Yeah, at, I was going to say at the I Michigan. Yep. Now it's a different story. I don't mm-hmm. know, uh, especially the way Michigan's playing right. They're now. They're playing really good football. You know, uh, I don't know that Michigan. Michigan probably doesn't have a shot into that top four. I don't. No, think. no, but they don't. they're going to be playing for pride, and they're playing for Harbaugh too, because that's been the big rub is he's never been able to get past Ohio mm-hmm. State. If they're going to do it. This might be the year to do it, but I'll tell you what, that Ohio State is just salty, dude. Yeah, that is a, that is a really good team. And now that Urban Meyer's gone, um, I think Michigan will have the better coach in this matchup. Jim Harbaugh, Ryan Day, he's done a good job this year. He's just unproven well, yet. Well, and he's got a lot of weapons. Oh, I mean, he's God. just got a, a ton of arsenal. Jeez, no kidding. But this will be Ohio State's first true road test. I mean, they played at Indiana. Pfft. They've played at Northwestern. You know, they haven't had – they've had they've played some good teams that all played them at home. Now they're going to go on the road. They're going to have 100,000-some-odd fans all screaming at them. That, that, takes a, that takes a toll on you mentally. We'll see how Ohio State handles it. The Big Ten matchup. Minnesota and Wisconsin, the battle yeah. for the axe, and to see who goes to play Ohio State and probably get killed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know that either one of them stands a chance. Well, uh, we've already seen Wisconsin. Yeah, it was thirty-eight so. seven. I like to see Minnesota win that game, and it's and the game's at TCF Banks. So that's a huge. Uh, yeah, the Hawkeyes did what they had to do against them. It'd be nice to be the only mm-hmm. team besides Ohio State and uh, to blemish their record. Well, and one of our guests this week, Brady Schlager. I think he might be watching that game a little I, bit. He is a huge, uh, huge Gophers. Yes, Golden Gopher all the way. So, uh, Schlager, uh, here's one to you. I don't know who you, I think this is one of your top seven picks. We're yes. not going to reveal it just this moment, <laughs> but uh, hopefully uh, he will be happy with what you picked. Well, he did call, so we did the taping a couple weeks ago, obviously. He called Minnesota over Penn State. He, he nailed it. He was a little wrong on the score. He thought it would be lower scoring, which I did too, but he called it. He said Minnesota's going to beat him, and lo and behold, old Tank was right. There he was. Sitting there proud and proud as could be. Yes, sir. Row the boat, I guess. And that Wisconsin, that'll be a fantastic game. Wisconsin's defense will have their hands full, but so Minnesota's trying to contain Jonathan Taylor. But with the game being at Minnesota, that'll that'll be a good one. It's going to be a hard weekend for the NFL to live up to all the college mm-hmm. hype this week. Last week in the NFL had some huge matchups. Yes. This week, I think it's it's all in the college. Well, real ranks. quick before we get to my picks, uh, your Niners go to Baltimore. So good luck with that, that Lamar Jackson thing. That that could be a Super Bowl preview. Oh, it could, very well could, could be. It could be a Super Bowl preview. Re- I mean, I'm hoping it's a Super Bowl preview. And a rematch of a few years ago, the Super Bowl. Yeah, but I would love, yeah, that was the Colin Kaepernick era. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the, the lights out game. <laughs> Wasn't that the lights <laughs> yep, out yep. game? Yeah. Precisely. Uh, and uh, Baltimore, I'll tell you what, that Jackson is phenomenal. Oof. The Niners' defense is great. So is Baltimore's. So this should be a, a wonderful game. And I, I don't expect it to be a blot. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if both offenses just went nuts. I know. Because everybody's expecting it to be such a defensive battle. So. Well, and the Niners, too. You saw, you just saw what a different team there when they have George Kittle. I mean, yeah. he just means so much to your Niners. That's going to be a really good game. It's Baltimore by six. You know, if you want to lay six with Baltimore at home, I can't blame you. But betting against the Niners when they're pretty close to full strength, have at it. Have fun. Here's the coolest thing about Kittle that I saw this week, aside from his amazing play. And his alma mater. Alma mater. Oh, I love, <laughs> yeah, of course, as a Hawkeye. But there was a line of military men out there and women on the field, and he went through and shook every one of their hands. That's cool. Uh, for the game. I mean, that that's just a classy dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you wish him the best of luck. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait. When, when is that one this weekend? Uh, I think it's noon, actually. It's they didn't noon? flex it out or not, and it's a noon kick. I can't believe that one didn't get moved to, like, Sunday night or something. I know. Because yeah, I don't know what Sunday night is, but it can't be any better than that. I don't know what it is either, but with the 
the rights or the uh, the coverage with how the NFL or does it. We're coverage, regional yeah. coverage, yeah. We're probably not even going to get to watch it unless you go somewhere that's got Sunday ticket. So mm, that's ridiculous. Best game of the week, and you don't get to watch it. I know. So hey, TJ, Yo, it's that time, let's buddy. Do it. One last one for uh, week number fifteen here. Our final podcast. Let's dig right into it. Right, TJ's Top 5, brought to you by It's Time to Get Out of Here. <laughs> I, you know, I am going to do this year because I've been such, on such a roll, and it is almost the Christmas season. Weekly, I'm going to give out picks on Facebook. SDR Triple Option on Facebook. I'm going to give out those picks because I want you guys to make money. I want to make money. You want to make money. Let's make money together. We need to make some money. Yes, we do. Let's go bankrupt the uh, casinos because it's legal in Iowa now. Randy? With that being said, seven picks this week. I already gave him a hug and a kiss. I love him. Give him to me. What's my first game? Buffalo at Dallas. This is on Thanksgiving. It is the Cowboys by seven. I just I don't get this one. Buffalo's got easily one of the top two or three defenses in football. Dallas, they they just don't know. They don't have an identity right now. Buffalo getting seven points in the second game on Thanksgiving all day. Give me the Bills getting the seven. Randy, we've talked about it quite a bit. Well, give me the second game. We're going to dive right into some yes, sir. Uh, college football here. Wisconsin and Minnesota. Wisconsin by two at the Gophers. I'm taking the Gophers. I, I, lo- I love uh, the Gophers in this game. I think they win it going away. They Brady keep... Slager just jumped up pumping his hands in the air. <laughs> he, already, he already liked the Gophers anyway, I'm sure. Um, but, yeah, I, I like them to keep the X. They got the X last year in Camp Randall. They're not in a, in a mood to give that back. And, They're going to have a lot of motivation in this game being at home, and they want to uh, win the Big Ten West and go see what they can do against Ohio State, and it's a rivalry game. And they haven't come this far in Minnesota in their season to just let Wisconsin walk all over them and go to Indy. So you're going to get a full Minnesota effort this week, and I think they're the better team, so give me the Gophers all day. I don't know why they're uh, the the underdog. weather is going to be like up there, because I know what our weather is supposed to be on Saturday. Yeah, no kidding. That's a good question. That could affect the game tremendously. Their weather is usually worse than us, isn't it? Yeah, Traditionally, yeah. Yeah, so give me the Gophers in that game all day. Okay, we're going to stick with college football here. We're going to take a little trip over to Michigan where Ohio State's coming into town. Uh, Ohio State by nine. Give me the Wolverines, like for reasons we just talked about. Uh, Ohio State hasn't had a true road game this year. Now they got to go to the big house, very tough place to play. Michigan playing pretty good football, and I think they do this one for Harbaugh. I don't know if they win the game outright, although, man, if they did, college football it would just go it would get turned on his head. It really would. That would be funny. But uh, Michigan catching nine points all day. Absolutely. Give me that 100%. So somewhere Hugh Jackman is popping his claws. And, uh, well, you know, he's Wolverine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm just checking you. I know uh, you're not a big you are, guy. You are the not movie the, guy. I am the, you movie, are the guy. movie guy. And uh, somewhere uh, Mr. Harbaugh is pressing his khakis. What is a Buckeye? I don't even know what that is. Isn't it like a little – it's, it's like, like a – a nut on a yeah, string. It's a nut. That's – okay, that – and that it, that mascot is not very intimidating. Signed the midgets in Esterville. There you go. Very nice. Signed the Esterville midget. Your mascot is stupid. Regards Esterville. There you go. Randy, Absolutely. give me my uh, fourth game. We'll get back into the uh, the National Football League here a little bit. That's give me right. my fourth game. The bruised and battered Mr. Aaron Rodgers and his Green Bay Packers taking a trip to the New York Giants. Uh, it's the Packers by seven. Give me the Giants in this one. Um, I said it last week. The Giants aren't very good. They have a lot of problems, but you know what? Jonesing for a win. Jonesing for a win. Barkleying for a win. 
Saquoning for a win. Regardless, um, the Giants catching seven in this one. I think the Packers probably win. I'll be rooting. I'll be rooting hard for the Giants, but I think they can easily keep this one close. Green Bay, they are not the same team on the road. Um, I think you'll get a, a maxed out Giants effort here, who's just going to play each Sunday as hard as they can and just uh, look forward to the off season. But they would love to spoil Green Bay season, so give me the Giants in this one, getting the seven points. And Randy, give me my next game, please. Yes, they would like to introduce you another <laughs> Southern California team, the LA Rams making a trip to Arizona. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like when you say charges. Charges. That's pretty good. Although Rams was okay. It's the Rams by three at Arizona. I don't get that at all. I don't see how the Rams are a favorite in this one. Um, the Cardinals have actually been playing pretty good football. Kyler Murray's uh, really got things rolling right now. And the Rams, in case you guys didn't watch Monday night, they were humiliated. <laughs> if they see Kyler Murray start running, they're going to have oh my uh, God. flashbacks to Monday night. They just got destroyed by a mobile quarterback. Now they play one who's every bit as mobile. I don't get this one. It's the Rams by three. Give me the Arizona Cardinals all day. That is a max bet. Three, four, five units, whatever you want to put on that one. Put on the Cardinals, absolutely. Randy, give me my next game, please. I, this has got to be a personal favorite for you, TJ. Absolutely. The Vikings from Minnesota traveling to Seattle. This is the Monday night game. It's the Seahawks by three. You know what? Give me the Vikings in this one. And here's my reasoning. I hope they win it outright, personally. Damn right, me too. Uh, I would love for both Minnesota teams to uh, win this weekend. Anyway, I've seen Seattle this year. Their last home game, they got pushed to overtime by Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, sorry, Shag Nasty, is not any good. Tampa Bay no. is inconsistent and terrible. We've seen the Bengals go up to Seattle and give them all they want. And I don't know much, Randy, as you well know, but I know the Vikings are better than those two teams. So Vikings catching three in this game on Monday Night Football with the way they've been playing and getting, getting Adam Thielen back all day. Give me the Vikings getting those three points. And they like a little showcase time. They don't get a lot of showcase time. No. but And they probably should get more than they do, uh, as good a team as they are. But... Uh, yeah, I tend to agree with you on that as well. I, I want to see it personally because it helps my Niners out. So. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's why I also kind of I lean to the Giants getting those seven points against the Packers because that would really uh, that would really help out my Vikings. So, Randy, I got one more pick, and I'm going back to the teaser. I well. know, I see that. We're gonna do another teaser here. Right, so we ain't done it in a while. No, I know. So I'm anxious to. Here you weigh in on this one. All right. Um, well, I am going to, so I've talked to you about a teaser. A teaser is where you do six points each way. So if an underdog is getting, getting so you have an underdog. So like Buffalo is a seven-point underdog at Dallas. So in a teaser, you'd get them up six points, so up to 13. So that's part one of my teaser. And then I'm going with the Iowa Hawkeyes in the other one. So the Hawkeyes are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. You tease them down six points, so now they are a point-and-a-half underdog. So I need to hit both parts of this bet to win, but I got the Bills and the Hawkeyes in a two-team teaser, and those are my top seven picks. The Bills, Gophers, Wolverines, Giants, Cards, Vikings, and that teaser. Awesome, buddy. Cha. Nice job. One, and you can, of course, tune in, like he said, on the uh, SDR uh, Facebook page to uh, find out how this is all going to turn out. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. We're, I mean, we're, we're yeah. going to keep giving out picks here because I, I want I want to make money, and I want you guys to make money. There you go. So, hey, buddy, thank you much. Wad that up. That's going to wrap it up. We want to thank, of course, our sponsors for this season. Uh, it has been an amazing year. I think uh, year two was every bit as uh, enjoyable if not as long as uh, the first <laughs> first uh, uh, season of podcast. So uh, very, very awesome 15 weeks of sp talking Spencer Tiger football and recognizing the, uh, the young athletes who comprise that program, and uh, we enjoy it. Uh, very excited looking to the future 
what this could be here as we come back in uh, 2020 and uh, what, what this might look like. There's a lot of ideas, things were circulating out there. Uh, just, so just keep your eyes and ears open. Keep a, a focus on the Daily Reporter as we tell you uh, how things are going to transpire here in uh, the 2020, the new year. Mm-hmm. Lots of great things on the horizon, including great things for the SDR Triple Option podcast. And, of course, thank you to our publisher uh, for allowing us to get together every week and put uh, this craziness together. And uh, Justin uh, Thomas, the producer, who's uh, was this whole thing was his kind of baby. Uh, from the beginning, uh, his brainchild. So you either thank him or blame him, depending on how you feel about it. But uh, I know for TJ and I, it's been a great two-year run so far, and we missed the shag nasty this year, absolutely. Well, miss in quotation marks. Yeah, who's getting married. So, uh, you know. Don't don't know why, Shag. Don't know why. Good luck to him. And uh, TJ, buddy, it's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Up here. Good, good time. time, and uh, I love doing the Facebook lives. That, that, that made it uh, a lot more interactive and a lot more fun. And uh, getting Coach Hook um, on, uh, after most of the games, and I was going to say it's about Coach Hook. It was a shame we didn't get him in, but uh, if it meant he got to yield to the players, I guarantee he wouldn't mind that a bit. No, no, absolutely to get the players a recognition. Mm-hmm. So that's going to do it for us. 2019 in the books. Cannot wait to opening kickoff in 2020. The SDR Triple Option Podcast is brought to you by Brown Shoe Fit, Northwest Iowa Bone, Joint, and Sports Surgeons, Clay County Motors, Insurance Associates of Spencer, Employment Connections, Holly Brink, Designated Managing Broker, EXP Realty, High V, Nelson Jewelry, Community Insurance, Papa Murphy's, The Average Joe Hair Salon for Men, Graham Tire, The Midwest Youth Football League, and Spencer Auto Parts. That'll do it for Season 2 of the SDR Triple Option Podcast. Thanks for listening. So long, everybody.